Welcome to the A and B Side Podcast with your girl Alex, aka the A Side. And your boy BJ, the B Side. Both sides. No chill. Let's get into it. Let's go. are back welcome back to the a and b side podcast with your lovely lovely host the a side hey y'all and the b side me myself bj so what's up a what's good with you nigga my mom almost lost her dog today i meant to tell you that she wanted to go get neutered and instead of them being smart and either sedating her enough to where she did not wake up or putting a cone around her fucking head they left her just you know as regular and she started to chew through the stitches and actually chewed through some of her intestines so they had to put her in emergency surgery and thank god she pulled through okay because you know we've been experiencing a lot these this past month so i was like yo i was crying at work i was like lord please don't take my mama dog please because this just was gonna be too much but yeah like it was been rats <laughs> you had a but i'm okay now all right that's what's up shout out to your mom yeah, she's a she's a soldier, but Lord, you know, I know they say give God give, you know, his soldiers the strongest battle or the strongest soldiers like his battles. But listen, here now, like it's so it's so many battles we can fight. <laughs> I'm tired of fighting, and oh, I'm yeah. tired of her having to fight too. Like it's it's too much. But um, yeah, how's your day been? My day has been. Um, it was good. It was good. You know, at the end of my work shift, um, for for you guys that don't know what I do, I work in the car industry, automotive industry, and you know, some people, you know, due to the fact that things are going on in the world right now, we're trying to get as much as we can, much service, much money, if you want, you want to say as we can so you know you know if a customer comes at the last minute we gotta make sure they're taken care of even if they're just window shopping which makes me fucking sick but you know it is what it is you gotta get your money you know whatever mm-hmm. so that's how my day went you know I got off on time thank god and okay I uh I shouldn't I shouldn't have said yes cause I told my boss I'm gonna come in tomorrow and you know oh. I, I love my weekends but hold, hold on, hold on. So you you agreed overtime tomorrow? I did. I did. For the whole day? Uh, I should be out of there by six tomorrow. Oh, hell. I go in no. at the same time though. Ew. So instead of a nine to five shift, it's a nine to six shift. If a customer doesn't come in the last second. So that that's my you know. That's Are y'all usually thing. slow on the weekend? Well, right now with the. the the dealership I work for is going through a transition. We're actually transitioning from, I don't want to say the company's name because we're not getting a check from them, but they are transitioning into one brand of cars to another brand of cars. And right now it's very slow. Today was a little consistent. You know, I came and ate my breakfast. As soon as I was done with my breakfast, I got to work and then I laid off for another two hours, chilled, sat around, you know, listened to some podcasts and got on Twitter and laughed. And then some work came in. I worked for another hour, stopped and whatever. I had a, I had a good, nice day. Whatever. That's good. Yeah. 
Well, hopefully tomorrow's the same, or at least, you know, a little bit slower since it's the weekend. But I know usually if it is like car shopping, yes, on the weekends, it can get busy. That's probably why you asked for OT. Uh, well, we hope that isn't the case, though. Absolutely. So, uh-huh. tonight, I wanted to get into two different topics. What we're going to start off right now with is the major world news right now at least on the western hemisphere and it's the World concert put on by Travis Scott and friends uh-uh. and the ruckus so I want to start off by getting your thoughts on the whole ordeal well let's give a little background for those of you who don't listen to hip hop or watch the news so um, as we know Travis Scott is the, the leader of the pack um, Drake was also there at the festival. Um, those are the two main headliners I've seen. If there was any other guest artists out there, I did not see them listed at all or talked about. Um, but yeah, Astral World is giving y'all a frame of what what it is. is it, it used to be an amusement park in Houston, Texas, but it got shut down a few years ago for whatever reason. And um, Travis Scott, because he is from Houston, decided to pay homage to Astro Royal by doing the festivals, of course, concerts, and um, naming his albums after after the amusement park. Um, opening up to kids, as well as adults. So, <clears throat> for those of you who have seen the news, we know that there were kids there, I think as young as 10 years old, I want to say was the youngest that I've seen. And, um, you know, of course, adults out there, it's 50,000 people. Ooh. And I don't know if that's the, the accurate number, but approximately it was 50,000 people. So you can imagine just being in a crowd outside with all of those bodies around you. Wait, wait, wait. During a pandemic. And during the panorama, you know, Panasonic, yes. So, um, as we may have heard, uh, there were 300 injuries, 300 plus injuries Eight that, re- deaths. that resulted uh, from the festival. And a lot of people were saying that it felt like hell out there. They couldn't breathe. Um, a lot of them did have children or were trying to get the children out of the way by putting them on their shoulders. And I did see a case on the shade room where uh, this father put his son, um, I believe that was the 10 year old, on his shoulders to try to get him out of the crowd or at least be able to breathe, wave down help, and ended up passing out himself, dropped the child, and the child was trampled and is now in critical condition. And I don't know if y'all have also seen that there are hella lawsuits out for both Travis Scott and his team, as well as for Drake. Now, I don't know how successful they're going to be with getting Drake pinned down, because, of course, this is Travis Scott's thing. Um, but, yeah, so they are, they're going through a whirlwind of legal issues, as well as just straight-up bullshit. But my thoughts on the whole thing is, what the fuck? First of all, I mean, like, you, I mean, Travis Scott, you know, kind of endorses rage, right? He he does the mosh pit, like, you know, screamo shit, yep. as you would with, like, rock concerts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's fighting, he's going to encourage them to continue to fight, you know, probably jump in it, throw a shoe at him. That's, that's something he's been inciting for a while. So this isn't anything new. Um when the people got there um, at the front of the concert or I guess like the venue, he told them to rush the security and that's what they did. So a lot of people were getting trampled. Security had to throw people over the gate to stop them from coming in, but clearly they weren't successful. Actually, there were security people that quit during the, the concert because it was just too much to handle. People were just rebelling. Wow. Um, 
yeah i mean we could get into the the physicality the legal stuff or spiritual like because it, it was a lot of stuff that people said were going on within the concert that they just felt bothered them um the the graphics in the show like the messages that they seen how Travis wasn't even responding to the fans when they were at the top of their lungs screaming that there were people that were dead within the audience or that were passed out and they weren't getting the help that they needed. I mean, what what side of the thought do you want, BJ? Because it's just a lot of areas we can choose from, really and truly. I'm just really appalled at everything that's transpired. Yeah, I'm with you, and... Um... I don't think we've seen anything like this in hip hop before. Ever. As far as concert wise. I mean, you've heard about people getting, you know, st- st- fights happening. People, probably somebody got shot in a club or after a show. But we talking about the kids here. The kids. Even getting trampled, you know, because I've heard that a couple of times. You know, yes. people get out of control and then they just start, you know, running over you or pushing you to the front of the stage. So people are getting like shoved in the speakers or into the gates that are in the front. Yes. But I've never, at least in my natural born life, I've never heard of anybody dying at concerts. I've heard of people passing out. Yes. I've never yes. heard of any fatalities. as a result of a a festival or a concert so this is very new to everybody um and i mean like this is my whole thing you know people can say what they want about travis scott and this blaming him for everything that's happened Mm -hmm. but michael jackson has probably had way more of an audience than travis had and i've never seen this happened at a Michael Jackson concert. As much as people go crazy over Michael, right? Yes. And I mean, the fans have to be held accountable for some of this. I feel like they they were taking drugs out there, so let it be known. It wasn't like a, you know, innocent type of party going on. It was people that were taking pills and they were being overdosed with fentanyl. Ooh. So that's what was you know, resulting in some of the deaths that occurred. Of course, suffocation from, you know, being out there and not being able to breathe or being trampled. Like, it it was bad. If you're a kid and you got a 200-pound man, 200-plus pound man trampling you, running over you, I know that has to be the most... I mean... Oh. You know, and it's not just that one 200-pound man. These are, like, 15, 25, 30-plus, you know, people just running over your child's head, their body. I mean, there was actually one girl that made it out of being trampled. Her chest and her face was to the ground. So it was... It was no... It was to no avail. I was surprised that she even survived the the trample because it, her ribs could have been crushed. She could have been crushed herself. The fact that she will be able to live and tell somebody about that one day is just crazy. A lot of people are just like, it's eye-opening to them. Some people have changed their life, turned it all the way around just because of this one event. Some people don't have the chance to even talk about this again. Like, yeah. and that's what's bad about it. But could could it have been better or could it have been turned out better i don't know i mean even if even if travis scott would have responded quicker to the the pleas and all of that do you feel like it would have it could have turned out a little bit better than what it was i I definitely think so i definitely think security and police don't put enough emphasis on hip-hop concerts i think they kind of expect that for us to handle it yeah, like I'm gonna be real with you. We, us niggas, we party, but majority of the time, like despite with a reputation or people perceive us, we be partying, man. We don't really be on that drama shit. Like, mm-hmm. at least now, me, the the, yeah. the crowds I'm with or in, black people just party, man. We ain't tripping. But see, Travis Scott, that's the thing. Travis Scott's fan base is everybody. Yeah. 
So, they out there and, acting like wild animals. That shit was ridiculous. Crazy. And we know I actually did see some footage of police officers recording what was going on at the concert. So they weren't helping. They weren't assisting anyone. They didn't assist the EMTs. That's so terrifying. That's terrifying. Picking, picking up the... It, this is what's crazy, y'all. They had the ambulances coming through the audiences and the audience would not move. And or they were on top of the ambulances dancing and not allowing the ambulance to be able to drive off and to help the people that they were picking up that were fainting. So that's dangerous within itself because that's 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 prolonging the time of the ones that are in need of help. So this is just it was yeah, I don't even have the words. I don't know. I, I just uh just you know prayers to the families and uh definitely uh, I def I, I just I don't know I never seen anything like this in my thirty some odd years where never ever seen it now I will say because um, I know you were talking about how uh, how diverse his fan base is I actually went to a Waka Flocka concert and lo and behold I did not know how many white people liked. Waka Flocka. Now, going to like, you know, college parties and stuff back in the day, I noticed a lot of them knew word for word the Waka Flocka songs, but I didn't know that they actually supported Waka like they did. Right. So when I went, and this was at the music farm in Columbia, shout out the music farm if they all still there. Um, and it turned into a whole like mosh pit type of thing like they Ooh. it was it was an open arena so there were no seats on the floor it's nothing like i mean it was ticketed but the people that came in i mean is who came in whatever yes so everybody's standing in their own places on spot so i don't try to move to the front at any concert especially when it's like that like everybody's on the same level because yeah. you don't know how shit will escalate throughout the night or who's gonna try to push through their way to the front to see the artist. But Waka Flocka actually jumped down in the audience and they like were circling him. So of course, as he's moving, the crowd is moving and y'all, I almost got caught up in the in the mosh pit. Ooh. I had to like, I just started windmilling and I don't give a fuck who I hit or who was in my path. I was just like, I am not dying here okay because this ain't it like I'm sorry, they, i mean I, i'm laughing i'm sorry i'm laughing at you oh, that, oh, no, i can't good. i cannot imagine you doing I, I mean i'm trying to imagine it. it's just hilarious <laughs> oh me fighting oh trust me you need to ask no 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 the, the windmilling the windmilling yeah. oh yeah because i was just i wasn't going out like that trust and believe but this one white boy he looked back at me and he was so startled and I was like, what? You want, you want a piece of me? <laughs> like, let's go. Thanks. And he was just like, oh, oh no, I am so sorry. I, I was yelling at him so loud. I know everybody else heard me. And so, like, they just went on a circle to their own little, little spot. But that shit was so scary to me. And just that, you know, millisecond of me having to fight my way through that little cyclone of people. I could just imagine how that would be for a child who's like way smaller than me, doesn't know what the fuck is going on, like can't defend themselves. And, just, and that and that amount of people. He just came to listen to some music, man. I that's I mean, them and there were other kids out there. Uh-huh. A, a 14 year old ended up dying. Oh. He was a part of the, one of the eight victims. So and I don't know if that was due to him being crushed through the crowd or what happened. Mm-hmm. They're not really even releasing details about how each one of the victims have passed away. It's only speculation, but I'm just hoping it wasn't because he got crushed. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm hoping he was suffocated because that would be easier, but I just can't imagine somebody trampling a young boy like that and then his life is over. That has got to be the most painful death mm. to experience. For anyone, but especially a child who cannot, you know what I'm saying, decipher, defend for himself. That's just, that's insane. Mm, 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 mm. So, 
I was I would say um definitely for me I've never been to anything of that nature any type of mosh pit or big I've been to big concerts but like again like I said you know people just be partying and and I tell people all the time like I make a joke about this but I like to go to ratchet clubs because I know at the end of the night I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gone before it closes first of all and yeah. for the most part before everybody get all stupid drunk we just having fun we partying I love mm-hmm. ratchet clubs but again they want to portray it like oh we get ignorant and violent and every, every time we get together it's not like that at ratchet clubs it's certain ratchet clubs in the country it's not that at black functions just go ahead and say it it's not that at black functions it's not yeah. we don't mosh pit we don't hit each other or nothing unless yeah. somebody disrespects us or steps on our shoes like that's it cause you know what cause you know what you never know a nigga might have that thing on him we can't risk it you cannot risk it it that's true too but I feel like black people just be wanting to have a good time like nobody's out here yes. to like intentionally end anybody's life I don't know and in this day and age right now people are just stupid like it don't matter black white you know yellow blue brown it don't matter people are just fucking stupid so you'll see a gun at the weirdest places probably somebody nearest library or something like niggas is just pulling out the guns just because just because you said they mama or whatever. You didn't even say they mama ugly. She got a big nose. All they say is your mama and they ready to pull out the strap. Yes. So that's that's now. But as as far as when I used to be heavy and partying days like yourself, ratchet clubs are my favorite too. Because everybody, mm-hmm. first of all, was an older crowd. More than mm-hmm. likely. It's going to be people that's like 35 plus and they're getting their drink on or whatever. And they just grooving. Like that's what I like mm-hmm. about it. You like may see club. some different shit, but it was good. Like that club I went to in Charlotte earlier this year. That was actually No, we was partying. Oh yeah, like we was having a good time. And I mean it was all different types of ages or whatever, but the point of the matter is it ain't break out in no fight. I ain't see nobody getting tossed over the damn balcony upstairs or anything crazy like that niggas was just having a good time you know everybody's singing the lyrics off key and shit that's what we do but when you start inviting other other people in the mix mm-hmm. other races it's it start getting a little funny like the pill shit like first of all and, and this was mentioned on twitter by the way why the fuck would you accept pills or any other type of drugs from people you don't know because people are stupid no white people why are you doing that why are y'all doing it because ain't no black person I know accepting pills from people they don't know if I ain't see you roll weed I'm not smoking it Thanks. or if I don't know who the fuck you are I'm not I don't want you to pass it to me because I'm about to pass it to the next person I don't even want it Thanks. I don't it could know. be laced I'm don't, good I don't, yeah, I don't I barely smoke as it is I'm not smoking nobody's pre-rolled Hell no. At, as, at a function like that? At a concert with 50,000? You don't, COVID, okay? That's number one. Yes. Two. Number two is, is you don't know. Do you know how many cases we've had of people dying, including Michael Williams and all of those damn comedians just a couple oh. of months ago that have just overdosed on fentanyl? We're buying other products, other drugs, cocaine, okay? They were buying other shit and was getting overdosed by fentanyl. And y'all really went to a Travis Scott concert where they're endorsing or inciting rage and bought pills from people that you didn't fucking know. Or if it wasn't bought, you got it for free. And you wonder why you in critical condition or you did. It gotta be the fans. Some some of this blame gotta be on y'all because that shit is unacceptable. It is very unacceptable. And uh, it looks like Travis Scott is going through it. You know, I'm looking at updates now. Um, I'm seeing a report here. His lawyer came out today and said he hasn't left the house since. Yeah, they said he was supposed to do a show actually like a couple of days after that. And he canceled the show. So also to add on to the number, 
It's the death toll rises to nine victims now. Oh Lord! And who's the ninth one? Did they say? I, I haven't. I didn't. I haven't clicked on or read it, but I'm a. I want to say it's probably it says a 22 year old Texas student. Senior at Texas A&M has died from injury she sustained at Travis Scott's Astro World Festival. Oh my God! I wonder if that's the same girl I was talking about. I can't pronounce her name. I don't want to slaughter her name. Mm. Bart Bart Barty yeah. Shahani. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So there's at least twelve lawsuits have reportedly have been filed against Travis Scott. And the Astro World organizers. One citing his alleged history of creating dangerous conditions at concert. So there we are. So my whole thing is about that. <laughs> it it don't it don't it don't come to y'all attention until somebody dies from it. Because if he's been doing this the whole time, why the fuck wasn't any lawsuits put against him back then? Yeah. Y'all just now wanting to put a lawsuit up against him. If anything, the venue, I feel like, should be responsible for some of this because there's no way y'all didn't set a capacity limit for this this shit to happen. Yeah. Like, as soon as y'all seen that the count was rising, that people couldn't breathe, they couldn't move, they had no elbow room, mm-hmm. why wasn't there cops escorting people out? Or getting on the stage with Travis because I don't see them do this with Kodak with Moneybag with a number of artists get Gunna. on stage snatch the mic and say hey uh, this is a fire hazard we need to shut this down we're over capacity but now all of a sudden y'all don't want to do that y'all sitting on the sidelines recording the crowd this shit I ain't saying that this was a setup sacrifice or whatever y'all choose to believe on the outside conspiracy world but this don't smell right it don't this whole situation don't smell right it's honestly to me sounds like a setup i don't know if it was blood sacrifice like i said or it was just poor planning but it just don't it don't add up how he's been doing this for a number of concerts and now that people have died including children now everybody want to come out the woodwork and sue the man. Terrible. Listen, uh, yeah, this is, like I said, it's got to be the worst case I've seen in all of my days of being on this earth at any concert. Absolutely. I'm glad I didn't go. I'm not even a Travis Scott fan, by the way. Um, hey, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie his first uh, mixtape it was, it was some bangers on there but he just went left with it and I, was, I couldn't do it do it he went left how he started making weirdo music that's weirdo what I like, music that's what I like to call it weirdo music what's weird about it it's melodic this auto tune. I, I I get sick of that. Mm. I get so sick. So you were you were looking for like you know rap. I'm a something. I like gangster rap, southern gangster. Oh, okay. I thought he was a, I thought he was. That was the era with the Young Thugs and the Rich Homie Quans mm. and mm-hmm. the Beagles. Yeah. I'm thinking he gonna stay in that pocket. Nah, he went left and commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That usually happens after you get featured with Drake. You know, mm-hmm. got to take a direction and then. He just kind of spiraled in that direction. And then, of course, started dating one of the Kardashians. It was over the net. Or, I'm sorry, the Jenners. Because he's with Kylie. But in that family. And I had already knew his mom was gone after that. But, you know. I tried to um, give him a chance again after some odd years. And yeah. uh, I listened to his Astroworld album from beginning to end. And Mm-mm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. 
so um, I know I was speaking earlier about like how it spiritually affected people. Um, some of them, they said they felt like they were experiencing hell and mm-hmm. all of this. Um, he actually had a message up on the stage that said, see you on the other side. Yes. There was eight flames that came out on stage and that also um, resulted in the amount of people that died at that at that time. You know, of course, people are dying as a result of injuries or traumas now but at the time eight flames eight people and then there were uh, images of like I guess this portal that they had on stage is one eye Um, people were saying that you know of course his his uh, Astro World graphic that he had on his his CD cover Mm -hmm. of him like his mouth open of course that's where people are entering in it was basically like he was he was sacrificing these people so i don't know how that's really translating over to how this used to be a a amusement park uh in houston but it's not translating too well it didn't age well at all Um, and then and then we have the good old reliable simpsons to come through because they predict everything well you know, somebody did make a good point under the, I don't know if it was under the thread or this was on TikTok, but the paper that the um, the Simpsons had or whatever showing the Bat Boy yes. um, comic, uh, Travis Scott actually took that as inspiration to promote the festival as well. So I don't know if it was the Simpsons really predicting it or was Travis just you know showing his his respects to the Simpsons but they said that that was a possibility just like he did show his respect to Astroworld uh, but for me myself um, I know that Astro which is also astroplaning um, is very spiritual and astroplaning is basically saying that you're going to have an out of body experience mm-hmm. um or when you're astral planning in the spiritual world, you're jumping out of yourself. You can see yourself, right, from where you are, but you're playing with demons, right? You can see more into the spiritual realm and like what evil lies out there. So I don't know if this was what was being planned as far as to, you know, um, spiritually inhibit, you know, other people to see you on the other side meaning death but it definitely looks like it to me i just i didn't like how everything panned out and i don't know if you paid attention to his album but there are two kids that are on the front of his album right um and that's who ended up well, there's one kid that died there's one kid that's in critical condition so it's just weird to me, y'all, how everything is just adding up, how it looks or how it was portrayed. I don't like it. Mm. You got to watch what your kids listen to. You got to watch the images that come through on those TV screens because it's not just something that's, oh, it's a joke or it looks cool. It's that's not that anymore, y'all. Y'all have to pay attention. Y'all have to be vigilant as to what you're receiving because shit like this is real and with the industry ain't no game these motherfuckers is dangling death notes in everybody's faces they dangling the devil in y'all faces that's why i don't put nothing past anything or anybody Mm -mm. and like we talked about it the other day you know even our faves you know Yep. Majority of the music is produced today is evil. Even uh, even all of our faves, you were like, "Yep, it's the industry." Yep, it is because even with Kanye um, talking about on the whatever interview that was when he dissed uh, Big Sean, that shit was crazy, by the way. But the one with um, is it is it Nori? Yes, Drink Champs. The Drink Champs. Okay. On that interview, he was talking about how the 808s have changed um, to affect your mood now. Like, they're a lot deeper. So people can actually feel the music that's mm-hmm. coming through. He was like, there's a certain, like, I don't know, hertz or sound by, like, when you get to that 808 that it starts actually 
plan with your frame of mind. And he said that's a lot of what's being put into the music these days versus what you heard in like the early 90s or the 80s when rap first became popular. It was more happy music, you know what I'm saying? The 808s were a lot lighter. And instead of the ones that are being played now, they're heavier, you know, a lot deeper. So when you hear a song, you hear that bass and your mood just instantly changes, you might want to yeah. think about that. And I was I could agree with him because I was thinking about like, you know, all of the the hip hop songs that we heard in the eighties or whatever. Like, you know, those you didn't hear a song like that. I was just like, oh fuck, this makes me want to go shoot somebody or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, or rob somebody, you know, you heard the happy shit. Like you just wanted to dance, you just wanted to like have a good time. And now I don't know. Like I said, these kids these days, they just be ready to pop off at any given time. Like, they always mad. They always aggressive. They always want to pop the trunk on somebody over little shit. Little stuff. Little shit. So, I'm not saying that it's a direct effect of the music, but it It could. could. Yeah. It could. You just have to watch it. That's why I don't listen to a bunch of new music now. If I do, it's like Afrobeats music where I know like it's happy and I want to, you know, groove or whatever. Or it's like R&B. I rarely listen to rap anymore like that. If I do, it's old. It's yes. old rap. I, yeah, people get mad at me because they say, and they tell me I'm stuck in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yep, people say the same thing to me. They be like, you so scared to listen to new music. You're right, I am. Because <laughs> it's just too much out here floating around in the industry for me to just be careless about it. And even with some of the shit that SZA and um, Summer Walker be singing about, and they be over here harvesting crystals in the studio, you got to watch them bitches too. I don't yeah. trust y'all. And they see the thing is, I'm very, I don't talk about this a lot to a lot. I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And I look at these celebrities play with these tools, yep. like crystals and stuff like that. They don't even be doing it right. They, okay. So that's, that's my whole thing. Like you trying to play like you got, but then you don't know what you, what you doing. Like you don't know what type of, mess you conjuring up by doing it the wrong way you know what i'm saying like playing with their sage and shit oh i don't even use sage no more when i found that never mind i'm not gonna get into it but yeah you gotta be careful with that shit you do you do because you don't know what you calling up you don't know what you putting inside yourself your spirit and you don't know what you projecting on other people either just gotta leave that stuff alone man you gotta leave it alone if you ain't no expert or you ain't around no experts to do it. Or you, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even your thing. For all the people who just be playing with it and thinking it's just something that looks cool or feels cool or whatever. Yes. Blessings be, because I ain't got time for that. Don't do not do it. But actually, you know, SZA did uh, put crystals in her su- uh, her studio for the hit different song with and, Ty Dolla Fall. And that thing mm-hmm. hit. It did, but I, I think it's because anything with Ty Dolla sign on is gonna be something, man. But he said he was even singing different in it, which I agree because I ain't never even heard him kind of you know freak the song like that before. I, I mean, you know, usually he got the little uh, 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 you know, <laughs> that's his one two step, but then this song, I was just like, okay, he kind of playing with his vocals a little bit more so. You know, it could be like a placebo effect, you know, when people think that something is taking charge and they just automatically switch up and do something different. It could be that. It probably wasn't the crystals at all. Niggas just wanted to do better. But I'm just saying, this is how they try to implement stuff over, you know, a studio session. So if they put in crystals in a session for one song, what y'all think they doing over other music? Y'all don't think they putting spells on these songs or chanting shit and backwards putting it in the songs? Like they, they definitely are. That's a real thing. It's big business. Yep. And yes, they're gonna have to capitalize one way or another. <laughs> Facts. Even some of these TikTok songs that get stuck in my head, I be having to pray them out of my head because Ooh. I don't I don't even know why they're stuck in my head. Like, have you ever 
had a song like you wake up thinking about it you go to sleep yes. thinking about it you singing it all day that's, why am i singing this all day that's that's me when i went on my rabbit hole of chicago drill artists see i woke up with literally different songs in my head from dudes that are dead, dudes that are dissing dead people. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. nah, this just unhealthy. Right, right. It's or you, you pay attention to the lyrics and be like, oh, hell no. Like, yeah. I should not be listening or chanting this shit. Like, this just is bad. Yeah. So, yeah, personally. And I think, I think so, stuff like TikTok does that. It, 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 it like, breeds mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. chanting of, you know, these patterns in your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is what and it they, is. And they attach it to trends, right? Oh, you do this dance with it or whatever. You have no you have no point but to get stuck to it. Like, you just, it just be on you. But yeah, I've had to give TikTok a break. I used to sit on there for hours Man, every listen, day. Listen, I'm, listen, grown people literally on TikTok for hours. I was like, wait, that might be a little problem. I don't know. I heard this. <laughs> You know how you scroll too much and then the little man come up and be like, whoa, you've been scrolling way too long. Yes. Somebody said they blocked the man so <laughs> they wouldn't come up <laughs> on their feet no more. I said, see, now that is an, addi- an addiction right there because ain't no way I'm going to block him. He need to tell me to go go to bed because I be on there too long. Too Absolutely. long. Absolutely. But, but... yeah, any last... Uh, well, I wouldn't say any last words. That just sounds very um, <laughs> melancholy. Yeah, let's be a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what we can learn from this is, uh, I think you know, we have to take proper precautions before we do something like this, mm-hmm. especially in the situation that everybody in the world is going through right now. I, I think a lot of this could have been avoided, I guess. Right. But again, since everybody's all, you know, as as many concerts happen in a year in a day, you know, nobody thinks, oh, some traumatic is going to happen here. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I think we just need to, need to tighten up a little bit, baby. That's all. Yeah, the conversation just with the police department or, you know, the sheriff is not enough. Y'all need to actually set rules, guidelines, and you need to be out there. Like, there, there should have been no reason. Well, we did see law enforcement was in the audience, but there should be no reason why there weren't patrol cars yep. out there from jump. Just like they have at the fair or you see at the stadium when you go to the game. They have police officers out there around the clock. Yep. So why is it that that was a missing piece here? for this concert that's what i'm saying there's something something don't add up but i agree with you um definitely need to set capacity limits um age limits okay i don't want to say like you know 10 year olds can't come into the concerts because they can't listen to this type of music not saying that at all but like they put restrictions on movies and who can enter in certain movies at whatever age, they need to do the same thing for concerts. If you got explicit content on your CD, guess what? Everybody got to be 18 plus. That's how I feel about it. And it's just to keep them out of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a huge ass age gap from somebody who's like 40. Yeah. And like you said, 200, 300 pounds around a child that's, you know, maybe 100 pounds, 90 pounds. Maybe. And half their size, you know, as far as height. So it's just, yeah, to keep that from being a liability, definitely set those limits so that way it can be better controlled. But I would think with COVID, they would have did that already. Guess not. Yep. So we're going to get into the next segment. What you sent me? Of this show. Oh. Okay. So me and you disagreed <laughs> about this. And um I just feel like it's a bunch of ridiculousness. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Some people oh, okay, okay. Some people take stuff way too serious. Again, yeah. I think 
people it's the people involved it's not about a whole group of people it's the people involved it's the individuals so anyway people me and the A-side were chilling the other day and she sends me a thread on Twitter and the original tweet of this thread says black people make dating and relationships look like mission impossible I'm like okay dudes ratioed out he gets ratioed out by a quoted tweet saying and I quote in parentheses talking stages and situationships were created by the CIA to stop the creation of successful black families I read that looked at a few quotes looked at a few tweets that responded and it's just ridiculousness to me (laughs) let me tell you why for those who don't know who the CIA is First of all, if you don't know what the CIA is, then log off. Please exit the podcast. So. For you ones that are, you know, I got time tonight. For you ones that don't know what the CIA is, it is the Central Intelligence Agency. The CIA is the first in line of defense for the United States. We collect and analyze intelligence to further national security and preempt preempted threats. Excuse me. So, we know, we both know, me and the A-side, Alex, BJ, we both know the shady shit that the CIA has done in the past. Right. And mainly pertaining to the black community. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think the CIA has bigger fish to fry when it comes to relationships, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think the environment does, you know, the CIA can set in a certain environment and it can affect relationships, but I don't think it's like a, oh, we're going to make super, like talking, a talking stage is set up by individuals. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you and that person agrees with, that's on y'all. That's y'all thing. Some people jump straight to relationships. Some people jump into talking stages and the talking stage can last you know, however long, and they want to put their little rules on it and put in, you know, some people are okay with that. Situationships, again, are started by the people involved. I don't think that has anything to do with the group of a group of people or black people in this case. I'm gonna or, say this for the CIA, who came up with memes? Who came up with relationship memes, bro? You don't think these people in your phone? You ain't just thinking about some shit. You ain't even said it out loud like, ooh, I want moles. In your head, right? Then you mess around and see something on Facebook as an ad talking about welcome moles. What the fuck? And who can, like I said, who came up with relationship memes? Like, I feel like Justin LaBoy or whatever his name is on Instagram, this nigga is the CIA himself because he be over here wavering men and women's feelings all the time, all day on social media with these damn memes or with these gifts or whatever the shit is called the you know what I'm talking about like talking about oh you know if you broke or whatever you shouldn't be with nobody if your baby mama do this she toxic your baby daddy do this he toxic your boyfriend don't do this by this time then he a broke boy like all of this shit who made that up because it wasn't one of us just regularly on my space like chilling trying to crack codes and shit for our background making money rain it was definitely them I'm just gonna say that and I'm gonna leave because it definitely wasn't us we was too focused on Vine and having a good time on my space to be concerned about relationship memes then the first one dropped out of nowhere and started setting the standard for how relationships should be and black people took it and ran with it whether that be for jokes or too specific sometimes they ran with the shit and now we have that controlling our Instagram our Mm. Facebook 
our social media on Twitter like every day. And it's like, oh, I kind of agree with that. Or, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So I ain't going to say it ain't true. I am going to say that they might have had an influence. I'm going to say, like I said a few minutes ago, I wouldn't put anything past them. Right. So there's that. Yeah. But also I do like we spoke on the other episode. People make relationships difficult because the people involved don't talk, either don't talk or people will look past shit. Quote That's unquote, true. The red flags. Look past it and then when there's a time where you can't look past it, now you're too fucked up because you dig yourself a hole. But see, as we discussed on the last podcast as well, like social social media or society itself is such a heavy influence on this generation now mm-hmm. that they're too swayed in opinions to mm-hmm. be solid within themselves, especially the ones that don't have self-awareness. Mm-hmm. If you don't have self-awareness or know who you are as a person, what your boundaries are, what your intentions are, Yes. You're going to be easily pulled by something that sounds good for the moment. Mm. Like, oh, well, damn, um, maybe I should drop $1,000 on Bay, or maybe I should pay her rent so that way she can stay with me. <laughs> and the bitch don't even think like that. She don't even think like that. Yes, yes, yes. Or it's, it's the other way around. Like, oh, you know, maybe maybe Bay thinks I should, you know, like take him out on a date. Maybe I don't treat him enough maybe I don't spoil him enough because social media told me I needed to spoil him Yep. and all the while y'all were doing great up until that point I'm not saying that you can't do nothing nice for your partner every once in a while shell out a little money you know cash app before haircut or whatever I'm not saying that you can't do these things but I'm saying that nothing was wrong before you saw said opinion and now you're trying to find a way to fit that in when you didn't have to do that in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. No. That stupid. And when stupid. I post, and when I post shit, and I assume when you post stuff, mm-hmm. it's jokes. Yeah, I'm a joker ninety five percent of the time. Right. More. I mean, like you know, some of the serious stuff, like inspirational quotes and stuff yes. like that. Yes. You know how to deal with people who may, you know, suffer from anxiety or suffer from, you know, mental disabilities, stuff like that. I don't play around with. That's yes. that's that's something that I hold dear. Yeah. But these these red flag memes and relationship shit, I don't be I don't be taking that shit serious. If you know me as a person, you know exactly what my my intentions are with somebody I'm trying to date or I feel like you would know at least as to what I would like Yes. to take something like that serious and if you are taking it serious it sounds like you don't know me enough <laughs> so we're back at square one and that's a problem because you should know me <laughs> you should know me well enough to know that that shit don't matter but what if people like I said they see you or you know most of the dating scene now is online due to COVID um, oh god or through social media right so when yep. people are trying to drop into your DMs all they have is how you are on the TL mm-hmm. so if you are playing around and say you know all this you know raunchy or you know crazy shit yes excuse me then they gonna be like oh yeah well this person's on that type of time with me really and truly I'm wholesome as fuck like yeah I'm just I I, just like to spice up my timeline I just like to spice up the TL you wanna get to know me like for me on information let's have a real conversation this shit right here what I'm doing this ain't it on social media I use the abrasive language in my personal life, I don't talk to people like that. Right. Because I know, you know, it on on, on social media, it's there to be social. You everything's clickbait. Everything is uh right. shy, you know, everything yep. is, you know, you know. What's the most popular? You know what I'm saying? If you are taking what you see on social media about me serious, then yeah. I am a red flag. Yes. Right. Yes. 
All this shit should pop up as a red flag. I ain't gonna lie. I thought you was a red flag before we became friends, so. Uh -uh. How? I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. You just seem like a. I don't know. You was just, I don't know, bro. Nope. That's why, I jumped, about it. that's why I jumped to your DMs. Like, oh, let me be your friend. You cool. I'm weak. So well, I look like a red flag. You was like, yeah, this is definitely a friend. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, I was definitely uh, wow. turn, turned on, if you will. You know? What the fuck? So it was yeah. like, was I talking too dirty? Like, what was it? Nah, you was like, you know, some women... I'm sorry, and I'm gonna I'm I'm go there. Some women tweet with emotions, everything they see on there on the damn timeline, they get triggered. Mm. I can't stand that shit. I'm trying to unfollow these motherfuckers <laughs> every day. I can't stand that shit. Please have fun. You upset? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so it was different because I like to have fun all the time. You was talking that shit. We was all in the house. And I'm like, look, we was talking. I think I want to say you was on the timeline one night doing one of the verses. Were you? Doing one of, oh, you mean like um, talking about the verses? Yes. Oh, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Were you? Yeah, when they first started, I was. Okay. And yeah. then I was like, damn, she actually tweets back. You know, we tweet and, you know, laughing at each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But you were tweeting like, you could tell it wasn't no script about you. It wasn't no, oh, why her hair look like that? And why he talking to her like like it ain't emotional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can't stand seeing that shit on my timeline. Like <laughs> you just tweeted, you know, like you one of the fellas, like you one of the homies. You know what I'm saying? Right. And those are the best follows to me, y'all, fellas. If she talk, she gotta she gotta talk about a little about everything. She can't talk about one thing. That's mm-mm. We got problems, red flags. For the ones that be like reposting stuff that they see elsewhere, like I hate seeing a quote from Facebook make it to Twitter. Yeah. Because you clearly copied and pasted that shit on there. Yeah. And it be the same shit every day that go viral. I'm looking like, yo, this person clearly got this from somebody else. Why is there 100,000 retweets under this? And everybody just on the thread, like, yes, yes, so true. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I almost said a really bad word, but that's how upset I be getting mad, man. Like, <laughs> you just you want to be able to, and this is why I get a lot of famous people that hop into my DM. You just want to talk to somebody who's real, not yes. somebody who follows the trends all the time. Or I got or, a tippy toe when I talk to them. Like, no. Or that's super, you know, chaotic, emotional gets upset about every little thing you want to be able to have a calm conversation with people on the timeline and I feel like most people these days they just be wanting to argue for nothing you said you like the color red and they say that you being a colorist uh, yeah you being a colorist <laughs> like I just said I like the color red I don't know what the fuck you like and I don't care um, why does that have to be an argument like this one dude um the other day i don't even know what i was talking about now that i'm thinking about it oh i think i was talking about the astro world thing and i was just explaining to someone what astro planning was yes and how let me let me actually go back it ain't gonna take that long let me let me filter back and see what the fuck he was talking about because he wasn't making no sense y'all mm-hmm Oh no, actually I wasn't talking about Astro. Sorry. Um I said social media be bringing out the lame in y'all niggas. That's what I said. He said I know it's sad it really brings out the sluts too. I've seen so many good girls turn to throat babies. LOL. Oof. And I said I use niggas as a unisex term, but you mad about throat babies? Wow. Right. And I, I just left it alone. And he said LMAO it was a joke, but I got you. Not worried about them at all. And he said, and that can be men and women as well. Oh, God. And I was like, uh, good girls? Or you mean throat babies? Like, what What are you talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like, well, can't really speak for the men. Most of them been that way. 
So I said, okay, I'm just not understanding what the fuck you're talking about. But he said, but again, it was a joke, so you can stop dissecting it, LOL. Yeah. So I said, trying to understand what you mean, but I ain't got to dissect anything to do that. But okay, because you really just in here talking nonsense over nothing. Because what I said is what I said. I'm not changing my opinion. Social media really do be bringing out the lame in y'all niggas. But the fact that you jumped in and started trying to dissect it yourself is when shit just got convoluted. And you really didn't have to do all of that. <sighs> Man, people. But this is shit I be talking about. Like, I hate to see on social media, like, niggas who try to be cute or try to be funny or uh-huh. pig, pygmies or whatever y'all want to call them. Yep. And then you end up making yourself look dumb in the midst of trying to be a pygmy or a simp. Like, just learn how to stop fucking talking. Or you're trying to make a problem out of nothing when I'm literally just having a conversation. It just looks weird. I hate when, uh, personally, one of my pet peeves is males who ask questions that other males shouldn't ask other males. Like what? I seen a guy tweet today and ask black men who don't date black women what is your reasons what is your cause I was like bro look I could care less what a black man that doesn't have black women does I don't think that's I, that's not our fight I love black women you probably love black women sir I just don't think it was like who cares like let them be them why is that a, a continuous question because why do people want to know why black men are dating white women or vice versa I, I don't know I just it just I got off the timeline when I seen it. I'm like bro why is he asking that like who cares let them I, do that I, right because at this point you ain't gonna stop nobody so I don't need to see nobody's frame of mind about why they date another race if you want to date that race that's up to you more power to you i feel like black love is the best love but you know i ain't discriminating y'all got at it all. i'm just not gonna do it at all nope me neither me neither guys when i have a black wife some black ass babies yeah i can't mm-hmm. yeah Oh, you know what? I listened to a song the other day, and I'm about to wrap this up because we definitely over an hour. Oh, yeah. Um, I was listening to, I think it was The Chosen One or Trophy by Future. I can't remember what the song called. Uh-huh. But, uh, Trophy. But the, the verse that Kanye had was clearly set for Kim Kardashian. Like, it was, he was clearly talking about her. And I was like, wow, this nigga was making Gold Digger and this song or whatever other song he may have had versus talk about white women the whole time. Or she's Armenian, sorry. But, you know, other races of of people other than his own. And all he had was black supporters. And I just wonder if that's where we went wrong with Kanye. Like, did we not... No, we didn't go wrong with him. He went wrong on himself. Never mind. Answer my own question, because bitch, we supported Joe ass, and you just went never, all out. I was never a Kanye West fan. I always thought he was very talented, but he's always been a cornball to me. Yeah, he's very corny. He's definitely that type of person that strikes me as I was the one that got picked on in school, and then um, you know I got big, and I just started using that to my advantage. Like the ugly duckling syndrome? Well, I was a small kid until after school when I started feeding myself. Then I got big. And then people still picked on me. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I definitely got picked on too. But I think everybody got that story. I just feel like you have to figure out what you're going to use to your advantage when you get older. So I just sent you a tweet in your Mm. inbox real quick. Look, Just take a look at that. Just... That's why I can never date nothing but a black woman. I can't do nothing but black women. I can't. Oh, Megan is just fine. But she ain't leaving party, though. And I, I've accepted Shout that. Shout out to Megan Thee Stag. Look, baby, anytime you want to come in and talk, give us that little pump. Look, come through. Ah. Send us a voice note. 
I don't care. I want to do more than talk, but yes. we can do that. Yeah. We can we can settle for a voice now, I guess. I'm a respect party today. Oh, she was kissing all up on Miami, so I might have a chance. Hey, boo. Oh Lord, Miami. Woof. You know what? She fine, but she got a. Listen, say this. I believe Miami is a very gorgeous woman, yeah. but what turned me off about Miami is when she went live a couple years ago. And she was eating McDonald's. And she was like, man, I eat McDonald's like every week. I said, oh, God. Ugh. JT still eat ramen noodles and everything. They both like still eat. Sweetie be eating ratchet shit all the time. They sweetie, eat. sweetie eat whatever she see. First thing she see when she opened the damn refrigerator. So. <laughs> Cornmeal on top of fucking graham crackers or some shit. All that shit. Pickles and ranch hot sauce. Pickles and ranch hot sauce, and then dip it and put <laughs> strawberry jelly on it. <laughs> you know what though? The 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 fat ass nigga in me. Well, I would actually go to Sweetie House for dinner to see what I would go. <laughs> we... <laughs> yup, just to see what she would cook up. Fuck it. Mm, I don't know. I'd be kind of scared of that menu though, honestly. Mm. But uh, our socials. On Twitter, you can follow us at the A and B side. And on IG, it's A B side underscore side podcast. Hold on, hold on. Is A B underscore side podcast? Yes. Damn, I definitely told everybody the wrong thing last time. It's okay. If you follow our main accounts, you're going to get it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a link tree, y'all. So our link tree is A B side podcast, right? Yep. All right. Yep. So, um, if you do follow the um, link tree, then that'll link us to all of the the social media accounts. So the Twitters, the Instagrams, and all the good stuff. All the things. And if you would like to give us a question or something to be asked on the show, you can hit our emails. And our email is. Let me go look this up because I forgot. Again, <laughs> <laughs> me thinking that you was prepared. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. It is abpodcast at outlook.com. Hey now. Yep, but leave us a voice note, give us some feedback, and um, keep like sharing and following y'all. Until next time. I love you. Peace. Love you. Love you. Love you, Asa. <laughs> love you. I love you, Asa. <laughs>